Attention, please. The show starts in. You're my best friend. Mine. Oh, who is? Eight. Seven. Why are you supposed to let people talk on this show? Six. How the fuck is that? Hi, I'm Brittany. I'm not a professional. Three. Can you read? Two. Time to bring out the knife. One. Welcome back, people, for another episode of The Adventures of Brittany and Bruno. I'm Brittany. I'm Bruno. How y'all doing today? I'm hungry. Yeah. Stuff in my face with fruit roll-ups. Yeah, Bruno's over here eating fruit roll-ups. Bruno eats like a two-year-old, guys, if you guys don't. Well, only people that know him personally would know that. His favorite foods are... I'm a cheap date. Yeah, pizza, but if there's any extra cheese that touches the plate, he's not going to eat it. Oh, the pizza better stay on I mean, the cheese better stay on Right. Pizza. Chicken nuggets, chicken tenders, boneless chicken only, but I agree with him on that. I don't eat chicken with the bones in it. Ugh. I don't like anything with bones. Yeah, because he'll tell you why, because we both feel the same way. Tell them why, Bruno. I feel like that's disgusting, and I have this weird phobia, and I feel like, especially those people that be like sucking the marrow <laughs> off the bones you're just like two steps away of like devouring your partner or your child or something i feel like that's like real od cannibalism right Chewing i'm not a vegetarian but Ooh. i feel like my spirit is vegetarian and when i yeah. see people like digging in through me and the bones i just feel like so horrible yeah a lot it's, of meat turns me off it's really weird i eat it like certain things like chicken and stuff like that but i don't eat like red meat too often i don't eat pork too often i i could be fine if i eat veggies all day literally mm. veggies and fruits i do mostly just chicken a lot of turkey i do eat the most pork it's like bacon and then on holidays like pernil but for the most part it's just mostly chicken and turkey yeah yeah i know i eat with you every day <laughs> or pizza mm-hmm or chips or fruit roll-ups. Yep. Nothing major. I take my lunch so late in the day that I'm not a coffee person or a real big soda person. Yeah, we're Red Bull people. So I drink Red Bull and have like a pocket full of fruit roll-ups to yeah, get me through literally. the day. Mm-hmm. I drink a Red Bull, a 20-ounce sugar-free Red Bull from... 7 in the morning until about 10. I usually finish it by 10 because I'm so busy in the morning that, like, around 9.30, I still have half a can left and I just chug it. <laughs> and then we typically don't go to lunch at work until, like, 1.30, 2 o'clock. So, yeah, then we eat something. Yeah. And that's about it. But today at work, I didn't eat nothing. I didn't get a lunch break. I didn't get a 15, nothing. Today Lord. was just a hectic day at work. Well, Slavery, I'll tell you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Modern day slavery. I what is it? Working, working. What is it? John Lennon says, "Working class heroes." Working yep. Cla- working, working class. Yeah. Yeah. Working, we're working class. class heroes. Yep. The uh, horrors of retail. I'm telling you. Y'all heard our episode about the retail of retail. Yeah. So that's something else that just ties in with that, especially as a supervisor, nonstop. And when you're by yourself, oh lord, you're you nonstop. You all these temperaments and all yes. these. Um, just these outbursts sometimes there's so many characters when it comes to the members and then your own staff is like lord where am i i'm like it feels like the twilight zone sometimes yeah sometimes because people are just 
Uh, people nowadays, there's no, you can't even say something calmly to someone half the time without them snapping. It's like, why do we need to act like that as humans? If I go to the grocery store and I get in line and they tell me this is not a line, I'm like, okay, well, where's the line? I don't say, oh my effing God, this is ridiculous and carry on like some of these people do that come into our establishment that we work at it's just over the top no that's exactly my point too i'm not sure if i went into detail in that episode but like over a line and how fast it was going this guy he was like sasquatch like six foot tall almost seven foot i think we said the story got in my face and like tried to provoke me violently provoke me i'm like what the hell all because the line yes and then it happened yesterday too did it yeah remember no, I was off. Oh, you were off yesterday? Wasn't I? No, you weren't. Yesterday was Friday. No, I was on. Yeah, yeah. Remember you took the gentleman and the lady to the jewelry counter because we were at membership uh, mm-hmm. overriding and they started fighting Yeah. over the line? Yeah. That's crazy. I'm like, let me just get rid of this problem. Right. Literally just like that. And then we had to have security stand in what we call the green zone all day at work because people just want to fight over the lines. It's I'm like, sorry. I just, I feel like it's counterproductive just me standing being a crossing guard, but apparently adults don't know how to behave. So that's exactly how I have right. to dedicate some time, if not most of my shift, yep. babysitting people. Directing traffic mm-hmm. to registers, even though clear as day, you could see which registers have a cashier at it. The cashiers are pretty good and tell them, hey, next. And you know what I mean? Step down. How are you today? Blah, 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 blah. But they still just want to argue. It's just too much. We, I had an incident today by myself, too. Same thing, fighting over the lines. I had three lines because I had five registers open. So why are we fighting about lines, people? Everybody is going to get checked out. Like, relax. You're going to get out of here. You're not going to be stuck here. You're going to get your items. Calm down. No, exactly. I hate when people complain when there's options. If you don't have any other options, then okay, complain. But if you're pissed off at the time that you're spending waiting online to see a cashier, there's always options as the automatic app where you can check yourself out and then... There's a self-checkout aisle where you or can Or order your shit online out. and pick it up or yeah, do Instacart a, if you don't like to wait in lines. There's, there's a pickup option. This is 2022, people. There are so many Postmates. options in this Postmates world. Too. Right. Instacart. Instacart. All sorts of shit. There, it's 2022, people. There's so many options. If you're not a people person, you don't like shopping, get your shit delivered to home and do us all a favor, please. Oh because God. you want to take everything out on us. <laughs> Another thing that I think is funny, we have limits on stuff at our job sometimes, you know, because su- supplies are short with COVID and, you know, the economy the way it is right now. People always want to argue. You just can't give me one. No, because if I give you one extra, I have to do it for everybody else. What makes you look so special? First of all, if there's a limit, there's a limit for a reason. And half the people that want the extra ones are business owners. Like. Right. You should get a contract with Cisco. Um, I don't know. There's so many other food service 
companies that literally take orders and bring trucks to your place of business and unload them for you. Like, I, that's one thing I don't understand. I mean, I get it. New York City, it's a lot of, you know, bodegas and stuff like that. They're smaller businesses. They're not bigger business. But still, like, if you need a certain amount of chicken every day to run your business, you know you need to get a contract with somebody to provide this chicken if there's limits on chicken. There's steady, steadily been... Right, or something, because <laughs> what you're doing is not working. Clearly, if you're fighting, we're allowing you to have 12-pack of chicken, and you're fighting to get three more because you need 15 to make it through your day. Like, you know what I mean? It's just... No, I do. People, I really do. The problem with America, too, is Americans are so lazy. They don't want to put in the time and the effort to research and do the work to get these contracts with these places. They're like, oh, I'll just go to this wholesale store and that grocery store and that place and I'll rack up on as much chicken as I want. But do you realize you probably spend two times the amount of money, too? Because when you order in bulk, like through provider like cisco i'm trying to think of other providers i don't know why cisco just keeps coming to mind um order through them why don't you call purdue yeah purdue <laughs> core mark is another one that supplies a lot of stuff for businesses like call them and establish a contract get some quotes because i feel like you be getting it cheaper from them than you're getting it cheaper shopping at a retail grocery wherever you go to get the stuff that's just my personal opinion but yeah yeah Exactly. But, yeah, I but mean, retail's not for everyone, though. No, it's not. It's really not. I swear, like, retail is, like, treading the lines of, like, insanity and and insane. insane. Yes. Sanity and insanity. Yeah, I feel like you have to be a something special to work in retail because, Lord, the stuff I deal with sometimes. That's crazy. Crazy. Not but even from just people shopping at the store from associates too it's like no, that's what I'm you know There's what so i mean many mentalities and stuff like that and then it's just like i i i'm 35 now i'm turning 36 um next month well tomorrow not tomorrow literally but you know in may and i was raised even when i got into my first job and i w had no experience i went in there like a little work 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 horse <laughs> right where i was at um i started as a cashier in the front end and i worked my way up actually no because i had open heart surgery and i found out they did an x-ray one time and they found out that um they had like six rods put in me to hold it together Damn. and two of them were like loose and floating around oh. so then that gave me very like a lot of anxiety so i begged my manager in the front end if i could just do door greeting so i did exit door entrance door and then i worked my way up there was a position available for jewelry sales rep where i worked at the jewelry right. counter and then i went i would go back and forth from front end to the jewelry counter yeah, but um, I forgot my point. <laughs> I don't remember either. You were just rambling. Yeah, I was just rambling. Going, oh, the generation, up. this generation. Yeah. It's just like I was always, even though this was my first job, I was always saying yes. I was always doing what I was, what I was told. I was always following directions and even trying to do more. Now I'm 35. And he's still saying yes. 
But Don't let them fool you. That's why they call them Brune, yes, but <laughs> I'm guilty of it too because they call me Brit Yay at right? work because I always say yes too. But um, my point was that now I'm supervising kids that are was my age. Mm-hmm. And it's just Some like, of them are older than us though. Yeah, and some of them are older. And 18-year-old Bruno still had a better work ethic than half of these 40-year-olds that I'm supervising. Or more mature than half of them. Yeah. I couldn't even leave without doing a whole bunch of making sure everything was done. And that was just as a cashier. But that's so. how you're, That's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be finishing all your work before you clock out. I think it comes a little bit too from home. Especially for kids that, that have that sort of work ethic and this is just their first job. It definitely comes from influence of home. And just watching the parents either always working yep. or just having chores and making... Like, the reason why I was so strict and so forward, because I related work to, like, schoolwork. And my mom was very strict with schoolwork. I would have essays. All the other kids in fourth, fifth grade would have two pages. I would have, like, ten pages of back and forth of El Salvador. (laughs) A 20-page report of the tundra. Like, my mom always took it seriously. No, but I get it, too, because, I mean, my parents had four kids. So, growing up... My parents bought us what we needed, but I wanted stuff I wanted my own cell phone. My parents couldn't afford to have a house phone, feed us, keep the lights on, everything else, and then also provide a cell phone for all four of their kids. You know what I mean? So when I wanted certain things that I wanted, I would have to work for them, whether it would be before I could get a job. My parents having me do extra chores. I would shovel people's sidewalk. I've been making money since I was probably 10 years old just off of ambition for myself for the stuff that I wanted. I've had my first job since I was 15. I started my first job at McDonald's working on the weekends and whatever days I had off from school. So like if we had a holiday and we were off or summer vacation, or winter vacation and stuff. I yeah. was able to work those days, but we weren't able to work on school days at 15 because you would exceed the time that you were allowed to work. I think in, I'm not sure if this is all over the world, but I know for in Pennsylvania. No, it sounds like in New York and some of you have the programs. And yeah, stuff like in that. Pennsylvania, like you it. can only work until 7 o'clock. Yeah. So by the time I would get home, off the bus, do my homework, there would be no point to go to work because I'd be clocking in and clocking out. So I used to work at McDonald's on the weekends doing birthday parties. Literally, mm. that's what I would do. I would come in and I'd have a f- As, 50 like, kids. Dressed up? Take No, no, no. I would just be the host. So I'd like take their orders of what Happy Meals, the parents' orders. I'd go back. I'd pack the Happy Meals out. The grill team would make me like the burgers and stuff like that. But I'd get the chicken nuggets, put them in the box, make the fries, put all the Happy Meals together. Oh. All that stuff. I'd break the cups out. I thought coming out like Ronald McDonald oh, hell playing no. around with the kids. Oh, hell no, no. <laughs> I mean... Don't let me say hell no, though, because maybe if that was the job offered to me at 15, I wanted money, so I probably would have done it, to be honest. Because let me tell you, dealing with 50 kids in a playground, because this was a McDonald's with a play area, and finding each kid. One of those ages. I forgot exactly how old I was, but this is way after um, my first job. I left my first job because it was way up in out of New York area. It's like past Yonkers. And so I was like 18. And I was usually, they would stick me to clothes, and I couldn't leave until everything was done. So even though I was scheduled at 9, 9.30, I was leaving around 10, 10 dirty. My ride was always upset. It was my mom's older boyfriend. Right. right? And so I started going to school in the city, and 
it was too much for me so I decided to just focus on school and get something local so I was working in Ricky's NYC and they used to dress me up every other day every day I could pick up I could pick out a different costume and I would oh, stand goodness. outside with the big sign I'm done yeah I was discovered by a playwright one time I was dressed like a fucking gladiator <laughs> and the wind was blowing and like the skirt was going up I'm done she thought it was the funniest thing I'm done. That's but then the bitch funny. was like a weirdo because then when she found out I was a Gemini, like literally I went to do a reading for her and like all these other actors and I felt like, oh, I feel so, so special, you know, I feel like I'm like an actor. And I sat down and she made us all introduce ourselves and said like, you know, icebreaker question. I, get, I think it was something with like, what's your astrology right. sign? And I said Gemini. And the whole session, reading session, she was just like grilling me like, oh, Gemini. What well, she got like, against Gemini? I guess like the best sign ever. I guess a Gemini like broke her heart, her heart or betrayed her or something. Cause all night, every time I would read the line to the role that she told me to read for, she's like, "Huh." I'm like, "Bitch, I'm not even a professional. Right. You picked me up on the street corner like a damn prostitute while I was dressed as a gladiator. <laughs> what yeah, do you expect from the... me?" But you want to hear something funny? Not to get off the topic of you know work 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 ethic and you know working and stuff but zodiac signs are always funny to me because people will see something on the internet like taurus are loyal and this and this and this and gemini's are hoes and blah 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 like i don't <laughs> really believe that shit each person is individual okay we're a gemini that has nothing to do with my personality let's exactly. be honest Exactly. Like, that shit is so stupid. And just because you got hurt by an Aquarius before doesn't mean that an Aquarius is going to hurt you again. It, everybody's unique. Everybody has their own characteristics. Yes, people could be simil similar in ways and whatever else, but each only, person's an individual. The only thing I've taken for, like, my astrology sign is, and that I agree with to the T is just the whole the idea behind Gemini's being twins, like dual personalities. Right, I can believe that. I hated growing up because people always said Gemini's are two face. Yeah, I know. That is not a two face. By the way, me and Bruno are both Gemini's. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a cuss baby. I'm a Taurus Gemini, so I believe there's like a hard headed bull somewhere, which is true because yeah. I do get hard headed, and it's just like, okay, I'm in my emotions right now, so let me feel them, please. Even if it takes me five minutes to shake them off, leave me the fuck alone. Right, but. Yeah, with Gemini's, everybody used to say, like, oh, they're two faces, and it's not, I don't agree with that. I believe that they're dual personalities, and it's almost like dealing with twins. You know how you have, like, the smart twin, and then you have, like, the goofy twin, oh, or yeah, you the have the evil and the good twin. The evil and the good. Yes. Or very loud, dancing on tabletops, and then very quiet, shy, reserved, reserved, and very yep. anti, very. They love their social solitude. and anti-social. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely could agree with that because I'm a Gemini. I'm not even on the cusp, nothing. I'm yeah. a Gemini, June 12th baby. So, yeah, I could definitely agree with that because I'm sure you know. You know me with my... Uh, here mm -hmm. we go. Mm -hmm. One minute I'm Dr. Jekyll. The next minute I'm Dr. Hyde or whatever oh, the hell Lord. his name is. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde. Hyde. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, right? Yeah. Mr. Hyde was the ultra eagle. Yeah. Did you see there was a... When I was growing up, I'm not sure. It was, I think it was called Jekyll and Hyde. A and movie? it was... um Yeah. I Hyde was a woman. 
Yeah, I saw. They made us read that book in school when I was in high school and watch like there's like 20 different versions of, of that, that movie. Yeah, sort of idea. The whole movie. My English thing. was she English or language arts teacher? One of them made me watch that. I love film Pesta, school. I think her name was. Oh, worst teacher you could ever have in your life. By the way, I stole her glasses one time when she ran out of the room in front of the whole class, and I took them and I threw them in a box. And she was like, <laughs> she sat down at her desk and she said, "Where are my glasses?" She's like. I'm going to leave the room for five minutes. If my glasses don't appear back on this desk, I'm going to call the cops. So she left the room. The Everybody cops was, for glasses? I don't know. Like That's how, what she said. How much was her glasses worth? Probably nothing, really. But anyways, everybody in the room was like, Brittany, put it back. Brittany, put it back. Because she was such a strict teacher. They're like, oh, my God, she's probably going to give us homework for like a month. Brittany, put it back. Put it back. So I hurried up. I ran to the box, digging through the box because I just threw them in a random box that was sitting in the back of her room. Hurried up, grabbed them, put them back on the desk. I think somebody ratted me out anyways, though because I got called down to the office later, so somebody in the class told on me. Fucking bitches. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yo, you were telling the story, and my like, um, heart was pumping. I was like, she's about to say that she walked in. As no, she, she didn't. She didn't catch table. me, but that's what I was thinking the whole time. Like, your heart's pumping right now. That's what mine was doing when I was digging through the box. I'm like, oh, my God, oh she's going to fucking walk in and catch me. I kept looking behind me and looking behind me. I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to catch me. And I hurried up and sat down in my seat, and I was. she probably knew it was me because my face was probably all red. I was probably sweating and shit. But yeah. Oh, my God. That yeah, because, like, you know, Brittany had to be the class clown. That was Brittany's problem in high school. And it's so funny because my brother, um, Dave, we're both known as the class clowns of our high school because he was I a was grade a below me, and he was the same way. I was a clown, too. I was very mischievous, too, when I was more younger, too, like um, before junior high, like th those grades, like one through five. One time I was sitting on the stage and there was like a girl on my left and a boy on my right. And I was sitting almost like towards like almost in between them in a way. But like slightly back, they were like a little bit ahead of me. And I was just there trying, tying their shoes, laces <laughs> together. And it was dance class. So imagine they have to get up and they have to start dancing. Right. And I know for a fact they, f they have to have felt me tying their shoes. But they want to act like fucking fools and get <laughs> up and start dancing and then trip and then cry and then look at me. And, you know, so right. I got in trouble. I'll never forget the day my brother, we had this substitute teacher. She substituted for every grade in high school, right? Her name was Miss Sally. So if anyone's feeling like they want to know who Miss Sally is, go on YouTube and Google Miss Sally does the soldier boy at WVW High School. And I'm pretty sure it will come up. Because she always did the Soldier Boy dance. I don't know. That was her thing. But anyways, Miss Sally. She, was she a black teacher or a white teacher? No, she was a white teacher. She, and like she was doing the Soldier. She looked like a witch. Yeah, she had long, raggedy black hair. She always and she put would it do in the a Soldier Boy. Yeah, she was a character. But anyways, she was substituting the one day, right? And I guess my brother said to her, Miss Sally, do you want to fucking get pizza? What? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, what did you say? And he was like, you want to fucking get some pizza? And she's like, what? He's like, I said, do you like fucking pizza? <laughs> and I don't know why that shit spread around the school so fast. Everybody was like dying on that. Me and my brother were assholes in school. But where me and my brother differ is he was super, super class clown. I was class clown a little bit here and there, not as yeah. extreme as him. But I was Louisville slugger in high school. I used to beat the shit out of any bitch. Any bitch that fucked with my brother oh, looked I had a at me wrong. I had a yeah. mouthpiece. I was very... I was very, I could be very nasty with my mouth. I calmed down day. probably around 11th grade with the fighting and stuff, but 9th and 10th grade, 
I beat so many people up for my brother, so many females. I fought dudes, everything. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't care. Nobody fucked with my siblings. I almost beat the shit out of a 10-year-old girl when I was like 16 because she was messing with my little sister. What? I said, bitch, go in your house and get your dad because I'll beat him up. No, I'm not going to lie. I swear to God because <laughs> I didn't want to beat her up. But. My sister had passed away already. And this is like maybe the year in that she passed away. I'm sorry. It's probably the next school year. Um, So Dylan was being picked on. And these kids, they knew that the teachers were treating Dylan, you know, that a little differently, you know, a little bit more compassion, a little right. bit more leeway for him. He just had a tragic loss. Because I mean. he had a tragic, the, suffering a tragic loss and he was already in special needs. So it affected him really, really bad. Right. And they didn't want him to go back, especially in an education. Right, they didn't want him to go backwards. They wanted him to still strive, so they were giving him the extra attention that he needed. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. So the kids, I think, took notice. And they were, and it's not that they were necessarily upset that Dylan was getting attention, but they used the whole deaf as in to get at Dylan. Mm. So they will say things like, oh, it's good, for, it's good for you that your mom died, things like that. Oh, okay. Ha ha, that's why I still have a mom. Oh, hell no. Kids are just cool. Yeah, and one time Dylan came and he had like these scratches, and that's where I drew the line. The next day I picked him up at school, and the adults would have to go into the auditorium where the classes would sit together, and then you just go up to the class and you, you know, greet the teacher, take your child. Right. I remember when Dylan was getting up. I said, before we leave, is the boy here? <laughs> Dylan was like, "No, Theo, it's okay." I said, "Is the boy here?" He's like, "Right here." Yo, I looked at the boy. I said, "Listen, the next time you touch my nephew, I have given my nephew permission to kick the shit out of you, right? Literally." And I looked at Dylan. I said, "Dylan, I'm very surprised. This boy's half your size. Why is he touching you?" Right. And Dylan literally said, "Because I could destroy him." I said, well, the next time you touch him, you're going to do exactly that. I said, and if your daddy has an issue, he can please, right. he can come see me the next time. I said, I'll be picking him up every day. Right. That's one thing I loved about my parents because my parents always taught us, don't throw the first punch, but if somebody hits you, defend yourself. Oh, my sister before she died, when I was in grade school and I would get hit and stuff like that, have fights in school. My sister didn't care if, oh, a little boy beat me up or a little girl, whatever, whatever the case may be. Right. She would get upset if I stood hit. Right. She don't care if I got fucked up because she'll just come back and, you know, fuck them up, (laughs) you know, for (laughs) me. Right. But she would be so pissed off. She would threaten me, literally. She was like, oh, you, you have this big ass mouth to talk back to mommy, to talk back to me. And you stood what? Hit? Right. You said you, you were scared? yourself? Oh, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And now I'm going to uh-huh. go beat the shit out of them too for touching you. Right. No, for real though. She Defend yourself. So... Don't let people just put their hands on you. You're not going to win every fight, but you're going to go down. Like putting it, Giving in your all. Like mm-hmm. My cousin's like that. The one that I do well gossip with. Like she would always like, she's a little fighter. She's a little, like a little nugget. And she, um... She will fight anyone. And that bitch is mad tough. She'll be like, she's been punched, kicked, and shit like that. And she's like getting up. I eat those. I eat Uh those. I'm like, okay. (laughs) One time she bit, like, she had no choice. So she bit the girl's titty. Oh, shit. I'm like, 
really her titty i'm done <laughs> oh no yeah oh, i'm like no. bruno spilling stuff over here for real <laughs> i just realized what you were singing oh no no oh yes oh from yes the no yeah from tiktok but mm-hmm. yeah guys so um we're trying to establish a schedule for you guys we're thinking that every Sunday we're going to drop an episode, but I don't want to leave you guys hanging like with nothing either. So maybe we're going to drop twice a week, maybe Wednesdays and Sundays or something. We know Sunday's a definite day, but we're trying to figure out what other day that we're going to add in there to drop episodes every week. Exactly. Um, we're, we're trying to be enough. consistent, you know, with you guys. So, Which, by the way, have we mentioned that Brazil listens to us now i feel like i just realized that i just learned that brazil listens to us i don't know if they listened to us the last time we recorded so we might not have okay so but if we did well brazil follows us again but if we didn't thank Thank you you. yeah brazil i know india we mentioned india yeah we mentioned india iraq australia but yeah brazil i love brazil yes i never been there me neither but i know that i love it that's like Brazilian. Brazilian uh, Brazilians are not Latinos. I keep seeing that all over the internet. Oh my Brazil God, is what, the biggest country in Latin America. Wasn't that one of the? That's the thing that I think you have mentioned. It yeah, all, I was, and was I saying like, oh, that we're, to you. We're gonna mention it. We're gonna yes. ask that, guys. What do you think? Brazilians, they're Latins, right? I said yes. I say yes. It's Brazil is located in Latin America. How are they not Latinos? If you guys say and no Latinas. and you're watching this video clip on our Instagram page, you just comment below as to why Brazilians are not part of Latin America. I've seen so many comments and stuff on this one girl's video. They were clowning her because she was dancing to a Spanish song. First of all, I don't see what the big deal was that she's Brazilian and dancing to a Spanish song. If Do I'm they white not and American and dancing to Do a Spanish song. Anita? Clearly not, but oh my god, like we should play a clip of Anita. Anita is fucking Brazilian, and she sings in Portuguese, English, and Spanish. Right, but it doesn't matter anyways if you speak Spanish. I could be I could be Puerto Rican and not speak a lick of Spanish. That doesn't mean I'm not Latino. Exactly. Like, hello. You might <laughs> not have been raised in that culture, but you right. still runs in your blood. I I feel. And I feel like. I want to take Just, a DNA test. We should do that for our birthdays. Yeah, take I know. DNA we were talking test. about that. Um, And you guys do know that Portuguese is very, very similar to Spanish, right? Exactly. Just like Italian is similar to Spanish, I was just about to, to say Spanish that. Just like too. Italian. Like, it's, Portuguese is basically a different dialect of Spanish, pretty much. They have very similar, similar words. Like, I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. Me, personally, I say Brazilians are Latino. I say they're Latino. And Anita many other people me and Bruno have Latina. asked. We're about to, I'm about to see tomorrow Pablo Vitar. I'll tell everybody on the show how my experience went. I'm going to be very extra tired for work on Monday. but He's going to need two Red Bulls, guys. I was trying to convince my husband and the entire, like for a week and a half, do you want to go, do you want to go? Right. Now, 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 now. Now it's the day before the event. And he's like, I really want to go. So I feel so bad. So I bought tickets. So we're going to go and I'm going to go see Pablo Vittar. But my point is Pablo Vittar is a Brazilian um, drag queen performer. Right. Sings very beautiful. Goes full on in choreography and costumes. 
is considered and viewed as a Latin American. Right. That was my point. Yeah. I don't, whatever. People are just, people, this is the thing about people. They'll judge you for anything. (laughs) You could say the sky is blue and they're going to be like, no, it's not. You're colorblind. The sky is yellow. Mm Mm-hmm. What accent was that? <laughs> it sounds what, like I don't um, know what the hell that was. Staten Island accent. My cousin was Mixed like with country. Yeah, yeah, my cousin goes. She's like, I don't like Staten Island. I'm like, why you don't like fucking Staten Island? And she's like, because they talk like, give me the butter and the dollar. They talk like Italians. That is that an Italian accent? Kinda, yeah. Did I just do an Italian accent? A little bit, yeah. That's how my grandparents talked. Really? Yeah. I, my I grandparents are Sicilian straight from, from the boot. I think my grandparents on my dad's side, they're Italian Sicilian. I've never, I don't think I've ever personally met them, but I've seen them in photos and they were like white guys with like red ginger hair, like mm-hmm. blonde hair and, you know, with titties. <laughs> they had, with titties? What the fuck? I'm was, just done with you, Bruno. He, I can't. He I, was I old can't. and a little overweight, you know? But he, he was in a wheelchair. The way you just described them, they were like older ginger men with titties like what <laughs> you know, i didn't tell you my grandma has six titties no what the fuck she has six titties can you milk them all no i'm so sorry like i have mine no she has four four, four. six four. so you just added two more yeah, no, because <laughs> i keep thinking that she's gonna multiply and become like a cow or a dog I'm but so dumb. she has the four the two main ones the, uh-huh. the breast and then she has like two on the sides of them yeah and it sits like underneath her arms and and she said that when she used to breastfeed back, you know, like in the 1800s, uh-huh. you know, it would like squirt milk like through the pores and shit. <laughs> so they're titties. Yo, that just made me think of something, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Oh, I'm going to tell you after the podcast because. Is it personal? Do you have four titties? It's not about me. It's about somebody else, but it you was something that was said to me like three days ago, but I'm not going to air them out. Oh, on, shit. On here. No, I've been. Listen. I'm trying to get this young lady on the show. I think I feel like we should save it on this podcast because it'd be a really kick, both of us. Yes. Going back and forth interviewing this young lady. But listen, this young lady, like, she has such a unique story. In order to fart, she has to, like, open up her butt cheeks because the <laughs> farts don't come out. Don't relay all the secrets. Let them no, find right? out when we bring so her on. So I want to learn about, you know, her farting struggles. And other struggles she has and yeah. other experiences she's been through. Because, Lord, let me tell you, she be having us dying. She taught me about shrimpies. Yes, of the shrimpies. shrimpies of the world. Yes. I want everybody to look that up. The shrimp, shrimpy. On a, uh, We're not going to tell you what it is. You'll find out later. But you could do your own research. Yeah, We're just giving you yeah. a little little preview of that. And I want to know how how is it possible no, I'll save her. Yes. I'll, I'll leave save her. Save it. You're leaving too many this. details. Yes, yes. But yeah, it's a very unique story. Very lifetime. Very funny. Ooh. Oh, we... Ooh. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I want to thank everybody for tuning in across the United States, across the world. Yes. We appreciate y'all. Because now we're... we're this was this like episode, a rant. This was yeah, like a this rant is a crazy episode. episode. Because we definitely did not stay on topic, guys. We just kind of jumped all around We were here. supposed to talk. Our producer submitted a topic of homeless people, and we literally just went off yeah, the rails we and started talking about work ethic and <laughs> yeah. farting. And struggles. all sorts of shit, yeah. So we apologize. 
Our uh, next episode will be about homeless people, though. So stay tuned, people. Bye. Bye.